welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Plate Stack Chat with myself, Sam LaRoche, Tom Forder, and Jason Croxton. Back again, we have the pleasure of AT in the house. Thank you very much for coming back again, mate. How are you this fine day? I am fantastic. Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to this conversation unfolding. <laughs> How about you, Jace? Tom, you good? I, I'm intrigued um, because it's the first time you've ever introduced Tom and myself with our surnames, uh, and then you introduced Andrew Tracy as AT. Uh, so I kind of just wondered where it came from and, and then where it went. But apart okay. from that weird little thing that triggered in my mind, I'm okay. I know. I, I did need to explain that my influencer name is is purely Tom, aka Chalking Fitness. So to get to get on topic straight away. <laughs> yeah. So this week we are talking about influencers. Um, let's go with the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, why not? Because some are good, some are bad, some are ugly. Um, I, feel, I feel like I'd be in that category, like the the ugly influencer category. I'd be fully in there. Oh um, uh, yeah, but there's I, crossover, right? Because you can be ugly and be bad, and you can be ugly and be good. So uh, there's a there's a there's a degree of crossover. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, All right. Well, yeah. let's go straight out there then. <laughs> what is an influencer then? Come on, give me give me what what is your definition of an influencer, lads? What what are we what are we thinking? Oh, I'm going to get really kind of like I guess meta on on this, isn't it? Like Oof. surely an influencer is anyone that contributes you know, to some degree. Now, the degree of influence probably depends on how many people are listening to that contribution that you're making, right? So that's what I'd say at the kind of like, you know, broad, but I think we probably want to narrow it down a little bit beyond that. Yeah, go on then. Jace, what you got for us? Hit me with your best shot. I, I mean, this is, this is the thing. And, and I, you know, I'm going to tell you what I think an influencer is, and that's probably going to then derail the whole thing. Um, but I think Tom's right. It's this idea of somebody who who applies an influence, which the fact that we can refer to people as influencers and that's not like a massive red flag worries me greatly because <laughs> growing up, like anyone who influences you, like you often hear of people who are a bad influence. Right. And it wasn't through social media. That was just like that kid at school that was a bad influence. Um, or you talk about like the way mainstream media was maybe influencing the way people would vote or the way they would make a certain decision so we've kind of grown up with like this idea of you've got to be careful about being influenced and now we have people who describe themselves as an influencer and it is their objective to influence you to do something to buy something to behave in a certain way whatever it may be and while you know, we're saying, well, there's good and bad to that. I just kind of worry how quickly and how accepting everyone is of the need to be influenced. Mm, yeah, I mean, I think you, as far as I, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you're you're both kind of right. You can take the kind of more philosophical view that anyone who has an influence or applies an influence is an influencer but i suppose the way it's used colloquially the way it's in our zeitgeist now in our lexicon now is we're referencing someone with a you know a good social media following who doesn't necessarily have anything beyond uh, that in terms of in terms of what they want to educate you in or you know inform you on or whatever um 
But at the end, of, like this is my thing. At the end of the day, we just call them that now because social media is a new media, and this is what because we need a new name because we can't say celebrity because we've already used that. We can't say actor because they don't do that. We can't say singer because they don't do that. People of influence, for good or for worse, have existed since the beginning of time. People with big platforms with influence, for good or for worse, have existed since the beginning of time. I think the over-vilification um, of specifically influencers for the sake of vilifying internet influencers is... Um, short-sighted in that it doesn't take into account the fact that here's a just to go back to fitness here's a really obvious example this is a conversation i have a lot of people i'll hear people just throw out sound bites because you know their ironically their favorite nutritional influencer you know backwards cap wearing swearing despite the fact that you grew up went to a private school um, and never said the c word until he was in his 30s <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> would get absolutely bodied on a council estate. Um, I've, ne I've no idea who you're talking about. What I'm I'm not, I'm at, the funny thing is, I'm not actually talking about Ironically, <laughs> no, I'm I know, I know, I know. It's, ju it's, a, it's just I'm a, genuine, it's just a general, general umbrella. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's what's funny, right? So these people are people, these people that I'm obviously kind of alluding to they're taking a shot at, are building a platform on being anti-influencer. They're building a platform on being anti-influencer like think how anti uh, talk counterintuitive anyway where i was going with this was i you know i'll hear people throw out all the time they'll say these instagram coaches have you been in a pure gym mate have you seen have you done oh, a funny you say funny you should say that my friend i uh, spent a lot of time in a pure gym <laughs> have you seen a level three pt course right it's shocking it's shocking. in fact I, I was chatting to someone the other day who left because they they were um, they were an MBQ assessor and they were be, they were being given so much leeway by the by the body to kind of change the course and be like oh you know the exam's going to ask you this but in reality it's this that they just suddenly realised like what am I doing why am I teaching this stuff then these aren't influencers this is the baseline of education so when someone's like oh these unqualified internet influencers as though having a piece of paper automatically circumvents that so a really easy thought experiment would be like if you are the sort of person who automatically either vilifies or deifies someone based on their standings on social media for instance their youtube followers whatever it may be take someone you massively respect now that you probably perhaps you know personally it might let's say the coach at your crossfit box and overnight they get a million followers does your opinion on them change? Should it change? People have exerted influence over people since you know the beginning of time. To to behave as though it's a new thing is a bit weird. Like I think what's happened is once upon a time, you had no idea how a film was made. So a celebrity was like at arm's length to you. You had no idea how a movie's made. A celebrity is God. They may as well not, you know, they don't exist in the same sphere as you. Now, the platform on which people are getting rich and people are getting famous and people are becoming influencers is the same platform you use yourself every single day. And that proximity, I think, has bred a lot of animosity. Um, 
And I think a lot of people, and you know, I'm, I'm guilty of this myself. There's people I look at online and I'm like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing, but he's got half a million followers. What we've got to be careful of is not getting in the trap of just going influencers, influencers, influencers. Well, you know what? Let's have a look. And if you want to be an influence, if you believe in what you're saying, if you believe in the message you're trying to spread, perhaps you should be looking at what they're doing. Instead of like, you're just cutting your nose off to spite your face. You're just going to be the starving artist if you're just going to say, yeah, but, you know, they just do they just do this. That's why they get all their views. Right. Do you really care about your message? Do you really want to get your message across? Really? Then maybe you need to take a leaf out of their book in some areas. Do you find what triggers me, though, and what triggers me with that is the idea that you can become a celebrity like Kanye West Twister like overnight celebrity like you become an overnight celebrity one thing that you do makes you have following so that, what like what I was looking at so an, inf an influencer like basically is a following plus some knowledge of something because you, you, have a, you, you have but you have a following and then you push something so that yeah you know you're known for the thing and you have a following that's like yeah. the start of being an influencer and that can happen overnight like you could have, you could fall over in a CrossFit gym, someone take a video of it, post it online, you get a gazillion followers and then decide, I want to, I want to, I love hamburgers. So yeah. I'm going to talk about hamburgers and then everyone follows you because you love hamburgers. Like that you haven't, what triggers me is that there's no, earn, you don't earn that. Like you haven't earned that. Mm. There are some people who have got billions of followers, millions of followers on Instagram and they have some form of like, They've, they've earned it in some way. They have some form of like talent, like a talent that they're known for or a, you know, like, like an actor, for example. Actors spend loads of time kind of learning their craft and, and stuff. And there are some actors that have learned their craft for years and years and years and years and are really happy doing the roles that they do. And they're not like mega famous. They just love what they do. And they don't like... They don't want to be a, an influencer, but they happen to have loads of followers. So everything they say gets taken seriously and they become one. You can't do anything about that. But as, Jay, like, as you guys were saying, like people who go out to set out to be an influencer and, and essentially like have no right to do that. Like I, that triggers me. Like I've, I could, if I, if I had a hundred thousand followers overnight, I'd probably leave Instagram. Like straight up, I, I would, I, why would I, why, who would want to follow me for anything? And I feel like that about some people, like, wh why do, why does everyone follow these people? And I don't mean that as in like trying to vilify some of my people over other people. Like inevitably I am because I feel like some people have lots of talent and that's okay. And some people don't have lots of talent or knowledge and people just follow them. And I'm like, why do you follow that person? Well, this this is the rub, isn't it? Then, like, who decides? Yeah. Who gets to decide? Who gets to judge? At the end of the day, if you've got a hundred thousand followers, it's because one hundred thousand people elected to follow you, mm. right? That's not you. Like, that's not you. That's a hundred thousand people electing to follow you. And here's where it gets. That's where it gets murky because who who gets to be judged during an executioner and say? This person doesn't deserve this platform because, and you, this is obviously huge in fitness and nutrition. There's people with doctorates arguing 
the complete, you know, uh, and huge years and years of study and like a journeyman career arguing with people with exactly the same stats, exactly the same like XP, who are coming from the complete other end of, you know, whatever, you know, whatever nutritional or fitness debate this is. Who gets to decide which one of them is right? Because they sure, those, those counter forces sure as shit don't believe the other one should have their following. Who gets to decide? But isn't that, but isn't that where the masses decide, though, right? There you go. That's well, that, why we have influences yeah. then, because the masses well, yeah. have decided. So that, that I mean, I, and that, and that's where I find, that's probably my biggest issue is not with the, the influencer. It's, it's often with the people that, choose to follow people mm. uh, and not because they shouldn't choose to follow someone i guess it's that like you're talking of these two people with you know two sets of data and it's kind of like well who's you know here's the, the two arguments the people decide who to follow and that makes sense because that's the two expertise that these people have that's what they bring to the table my issue i guess is more like we've talked of actors a couple of times let's keep them so an actor who has honed his craft and is very good at embodying other people and playing a role great you want to learn about acting follow that person you're interested in their kind of what they do on a, on the day-to-day brilliant follow that person but why when there is a, a political or social issue do you need to go and find out what they think about it and then either base your personal decisions like oh well they feel this way so i should feel this way or oh they haven't said anything about it i will we will hound them until they give a statement and then we will either you know praise them or vilify them for what they've said and like that didn't used to happen because as you said like an actor was somebody untouchable yeah. right you couldn't you didn't know what they had for breakfast you didn't you how could you know but now because we can know we feel like we should know uh, and i mean that's you know crossfit had all of that didn't they with you know the black lives matter thing that in they weren't putting out a statement and it was and it's very much if you don't if you're not for it you're therefore against it kind of mentality but what like they're a, a fitness company basically so why are they weighing in on these topics i think it always has happened actually it's just happening more prolifically because of social media and everyone having basically like an earworm in their pocket or on their into their eyes through through instagram or facebook or whatever it might be because we can kind of go back to is like you know like chanel right they would get celebrities to kind of endorse their products you know they're not an arab they're not a perfume specialist but it's like people aspire yep. to be like the but they look people. pretty so we'll put them on there and then yeah. we'll look like them exactly that and now could like that's exactly it and people have released autobiographies for hundreds of years people have um done product placement people have done advertising for brands all of these things are completely comparable to what influencers do now the only difference is you and i get to use the same platform and i think for a lot of people whether they want to admit it or not that's the true point of contention they're like why is this thick got half a million followers and they're making loads of money and i'm much smarter than them and i've only got 30 followers and i think whether people want to admit it or not that is a huge pressure point. And I'm happy to admit it. I'm happy to say like, yeah, a lot of times I like, I'll look at people and if I'm honest, my if my knee-jerk reaction is, oh, why are they saying that? Or why are people listening to this? I'm like, oh, do you mean that? Or do you mean why aren't people listening to you? 
because that's two very different things and you have to remove your ego from the equation and say well actually yeah this stuff's existed since the beginning of time since john you know john wayne smoking a pack of cigarettes and now we want to look we want to look now and go these influencers they're making kids do this mad stuff mate in the 50s kids smoked like 20 fags a day and at large like because that's what someone on telly was doing or telling them to honestly do. those were no the days yeah exactly living the dream times. in the 50s do, um, do you do you think it can happen though like in the reverse because this is because i 100% agree with that and I also feel like anyone who ran out and bought, you know, this product because that celebrity's face was on it, like I, I disagreed with it then <laughs> as much as I disagree with it now. But I guess my issue is a little bit like, I, I liked what you said before, like if you respect this person and then they blow up, should your opinion change? Yeah. And, I, and I feel it should be that way, right? You should have your opinion about this person, regardless then of how many followers they have. But what worries me is like somebody says something and if you sit down and logically think about what they've said, you disagree or you understand the flaws in their argument, but then you see the half a million followers they've ha- they've got and you doubt yourself. You think, well, hold on. How can half a million people be wrong? Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. And that, that worries me a little bit because especially Do you think if... that's new though. Do you think no. that's new? No, I, I, I don't think it's new. I guess it's just. That's tribe uh, mentality. Yeah. I, I, I feel think... it's just more accessible. Maybe that's the problem. It's quicker, I guess. Those those things would have taken a little bit more time just because of how mm. how knowledge yeah. was dispersed. Yes. Whereas now it's instantaneous, which also means it's not that one big issue. It's every single issue yeah. now. That's so, problematic, sure. Yeah. But at the same time, because of the speed and ubiquity and the sort of how prolific it is, suddenly you're right. It's not just two or three big issues that the, the dozen or so really important people decide to talk about. There's loads of smaller issues and it's kind of similar to, you know, when I see people say, you know, maybe the generation above us who watched 40 hours of telly a week, but now want to slag off the internet and kids being on social media. (laughs) Um, Dad, uh, the, uh, (laughs) only joking, love you. Um, They'll, you know, they'll say, But enjoy your senders. (laughs) (laughs) Kids on, it's Hollyoaks, man. Kids on social media. They don't connect with real people. They need to be out, you know, they, all they do is sit on their phones all day. That comes from a place of incredible privilege and never growing up in an environment where you didn't know anyone with the same interests as you, or you felt like an outsider, or you felt like alone. Suddenly we're interconnected. And imagine this, imagine a young kid who like, that you know, loves fucking Lord of the Rings. Red Lord of the Rings loves it, like total Tolkien head. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm using myself as an example. And you're like, pre the internet, you're like, am I a bit weird? Because none of my mates are kind of into this. But now they can connect with like-minded people. And not only that, but they can go online and they can see an Instagram page with half a million followers of someone who loves Tolkien. What a positive, affirming thing. It's like anything else in life. There's going to be good. And it's going to be bad. And it's interesting, Jason, that you said the thing about if you step back and use your critical thinking to think about what they're saying, you can apply that. You should just apply that always. Apply your critical thinking to what, regardless of whether this person has 100,000 followers or not. I completely understand the danger of it in that we can't equate the following to a validity. Completely understand that because you've only, you know, I could log on right now and scroll on my page. And bop, 
land on someone saying something that I completely disagree with. The problem is who gets the judge. Do you, do you, I, I think, I think the, the, the answer to that is you, like yourself. Exactly. So my, my fr- like, so I, I've got, so I went to drama school and I was, you know, that was what I did instead of uni. And um, some of my friends now are famous actors. And some of my friends are nearly famous actors. And, and, and often the ones who are nearly famous actors have got way more Instagram followers than my famous actors. Because my famous actors are exactly, my famous actor friends are exactly the same as we were when we were at drama school. They're, they are exactly the same person. They do exactly the same things. You know, they just happen to have been in, a couple of them in Hollyoaks, for example. Um, but they happen to have been in shows. Some of them have been in like high profile films and stuff. And they, but they're just the same person. Like they'll message me like, hey, how's your wife? How's your daughter? You know, that kind of stuff. And it's like, that's really nice. You've got a gazillion followers and, and it hasn't changed you. But you, and you are the only person who deals with, who is able to challenge that, like yourself. So if I got 100,000 followers overnight, who would be looking out for me? Like, how am I going to, what am I going to put in place to not let myself get changed into something I don't want to be anymore? Do you know what I mean? I guess that's, that's a difficult one for any kind of Instagram or social media influencer, if you will. It's a, it's a difficult one for anyone in life. I think the problem is like we we we, we fail to see kind of incidents, behaviours, etc. in isolation. It's kind of like oh, this happens. This person acts like this because they have two hundred fifty thousand followers. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that person was a knob with fifty followers. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Well, I mean? That's it. it but we didn't. But we didn't know that because they already had fifty followers. Yeah, and it's the same with the you know the 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 Instagram the you know the coach on instagram with four hundred thousand followers who's doing some right rascal stuff and you're like they'd be the same if they were working in Puget. they'd be doing the same rascal stuff it's kind of irrelevant now i completely understand that they're now exposed to a lot more people my whole thing is this is such a you know when we look at our spheres of control you cannot control what those people are doing if you care about either your message or putting up a counter to their message, you can go online all you like and tear them down. And there are some people who we may have alluded to earlier who have made a whole platform off of doing that. Or you can take a look and you can go, well, you know, what could I do better? What can I offer as a counter? And, uh, you know, to me, it's like that's, there's room for everybody. Every, you know, every, I said something the other day about, about that idea of like, oh, you, you know, if you're just saying it how it is and you don't care who, who you offend, well, that's not a skill. The skill is saying it well in a way that's conducive to everyone's contentment and happiness. But that's not, and I had a few people say like, oh, is this a, is this a proper James Smith? Is this that? No, absolutely not. Because some people do need the other message. And the great thing about social media is we can all be there with these different voices and hopefully, in an ideal world, the right people resonate with you and find their way to you. The problem is, there's a lot of dickheads. There's a lot of dickheads with 10 followers. There's a lot of dickheads with a million followers. And they, guess what? They're doing dickhead stuff, regardless of how many followers they've got. Um, 
but the problem is it's like subjective isn't it who gets to say like oh well you know take that don't have nazis on there that goes about saying like get them off you know but then other than that like who gets to decide because to some people if look if someone's got four hundred thousand followers they're bringing value to someone's life no one's getting 400,000 followers without bringing value at some point. It's not possible. Uh, and to just say, like, because um, you wouldn't follow them, would you? Like, yeah, I'm just, I, sorry, I'm just trying to let, uh, I'm, I pulled a face in. I'm just trying to let that sink in. You don't get four, you don't get 400,000 followers without, without, what was it without giving without bringing some value to someone's some life value. it's statistically yeah. very unlikely that four hundred thousand people have followed you accidentally or incidentally or mm. ironically right that's you've I, got to I imagine guess, i guess entertainment is also a value isn't it exactly this and, is and, exactly it, and it'll be your and it'll be your point of entertainment so yeah. i might so for example let's let's take james smith for for example now i do follow him i find it i find what he does entertaining I don't yep. enjoy what he does. I just Great. find it funny, yeah. you yeah. know. And and so he he I follow him because he's funny. Okay. Yeah, you know that. It, uh, but I guess that only I, I'm kind of perpetuating what I don't like. So no. in fact, do you know what? Screw you. I'm I'm following you right now, James. <laughs> so um, you were going to say yes, I got one. <laughs> so, so I was going to say like I think really like const like talking about social media like three points I think like social media and the content you put on there is for me has got to be one of three things and it can be multiple of these three things it's got to be either informative inspiring or entertaining right and all three of those bring value in terms of like following i think there's two ends of the spectrum one end is following and thus influence can be engineered right there is an art to growing a following on social media right mm. there are books written about it it's sociology it's psychology it's about creating even and then you can engineer perceived value and then it can kind of self-propensitate like say if there's already a hundred thousand people following that person you might be more likely to click follow than if they only 100%, have ten thousand hundred percent yeah the other end is i think following can be earned now it can be earned by engineering i think it can also be earned by buying it but i don't know anything about that but the other end is that prestige can bring following and influence the good real example there is like david attenborough right wasn't he the first to kind of like smash however many million yeah. followers and i'm pretty sure he wasn't playing the algorithms or consistency because it only had like one <laughs> post so there is that there's the two ends and i think like i say that there has to be some perceived value but you can campaign it and you can kind of like go go down that route the final thing I think I'd say, and sorry, I'm covering loads of things here, so pick apart any, any one, would be that social media is so new, right? Facebook launched in 2004, right? Legislation and monitoring just can't keep up, right? They're constantly bringing out bills for things that have been a problem for 20 years nearly. And like, so the example, I mean, you see like, we go not necessarily to um, social media, but we know that like Instagram and Facebook, they stick the little covid19 sticker to tell you that this is this is information about the pandemic you might want to check yourself before taking it like at face value and then bbc have their fact checks loads of other like mainstream media have these fact checkers we're trying to bring in things to help validate you know is this influence 100 percent engineered or is there kind of some some is, is it valid as well mm. i suppose you've also got the issue 
I mean, because we've said a couple of times, like, who decides? Who decides? Unfortunately, a lot of the time, an algorithm decides. And that's the only kind of issue with so many voices is you can't see them all. It's impossible. And fortunately, you don't need to see them all because your phone, tablet, computer will tailor your experience to the ones you interact with the most. So somebody gets on and says, I hate this. And you comment, yeah, me too. Well, suddenly you start seeing more and more posts of people that hate the same things. Uh, and, you know, we talk of these like echo chambers. You don't need to be in there. You can go and look at the other side. But unfortunately, like, like every it seems every time they update Instagram, it's more it's more and more difficult to find a post you're looking for. And it's more like, here's one we think you'd like, which um, I do not like. <laughs> it does that. So I used to never use the uh, what's it called, like the search tab. Right. I would scroll through the ones I follow. And I wouldn't go into the search one because unless I was searching for someone specific, but the kind of like, or was it discover it used to be called, was it? Or but explore or something. It's, yeah, I, I just wouldn't use that because I was using it to follow the people I'd chosen yeah. to follow, which now, as soon as you get to the end of the new posts, are all just there. So I kind of lost that ability to say, well, I just want to see the people that I actually care about. <laughs> And there are voices sort of thrust upon you. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I think, like, Andrew made a great point that we can't, con you know, really control what other people do. But I feel like as a parent, you are in that mindset of, well, no, would I want my kid seeing this and hearing this and thinking this? I don't know. That doesn't seem very wise. Oh, but a million other people are all hearing this. Ah, And you kind of yeah. worry about them, right? Because... You know, as you said, like, yes, it has value to that million people, but but they you might disagree and you might be able to find another million people that also disagree. Right. That's like we see we, we, we don't all have to agree on everything. That's that's fine. Right. Yeah. The problem is that it seems that other people feel we do have to agree on everything. And that's where, you know, you get all this kind of just. It's just messy. I just, I just want to live a peaceful life and this is all too messy. That's yeah, my, my problem. I think one of the, and this is probably pretty universal, transcend social media, but one of the, the biggest, like certainly that I've noticed in my life, one of the biggest problems you can come up against that you don't need to come up against is expecting the values of other people in the world to match for your own values. And that, you know, you gave a great example of like, my kids might see this. Now, your barometer of what you're happy for your kids to see, you know, no matter even even if you're exactly in the mean, you're going to have someone, uh, you know, Christian conservative, Muslim conservative, miles over here. That's like, no, I don't want my kids to see anything even close to that. And then someone maybe who's a little bit more liberal, you know, this is the problem. We've all got disagree. Our value systems are different. There's no universal value system and that's definitely something i think what you touched on there is that, that a lot of people want us to have universal value systems a lot and they want to slam you if you don't and the not only do they want to slam you but they want to have these universal value systems that are evolving at the speed of light and if you don't keep up with them you're off and uh you know that's dangerous you know that's obviously that's obviously dangerous but it does speak a lot to the point of who gets to decide and the danger of getting to decide and ultimately i know i hate to say this because it's such a cop-out ultimately it just comes down to people taking personal responsibility for who and what they follow and as an influencer 
obviously there's going to be a percentage of people that don't give a shit about the message they're putting out. They just want to make money. They just want to have followers. They want to get brand deals, whatever it is. If you do care about your message, then, you know, sometimes you, rather than be bitter about Instagram algorithm, this is not me saying you're bitter, by the way. I'm just making a generalization. <laughs> <laughs> just calling you out there, Jace. Yeah. You'll know that. You know, maybe you want to, you want to slag at... him off on social media, mate. That's what you want to do. <laughs> maybe have a look at, like, okay, what are the elements of this? I can learn from and just throwing out that baby with a bathwater. Have you ever heard the, uh, I think it's called the Hitler's cardigan experiment where it's so basically you get shown a cardigan. It's a really nice cardigan. And you ask, would everyone, would everyone wear this? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. It belonged to Hitler. Well, suddenly no one wants to wear it anymore. The cardigan itself hasn't changed. It's completely net neutral. The cardigan isn't a genocidal maniac. It's wool. The Instagram's algorithm, uh, the way you post, the way you write captions, the features you use, do you use reels, do you, you know, whatever I mean, influencership is, is not influencers. Now, you can completely disagree with their behavior, but it doesn't mean you can't use their tricks. And I think so many people, and it, it goes back to like this idea of um, just a career finding our own excuses well i you know i'd be more popular on instagram if i did the things this person did well, would you necessarily like there's a, that's such a great that's such a great cop because you can't prove it or disprove it and I, I i know i know obviously i'm kind of biased and i've got i've got a dog in this fight you know um but some of the things i encounter some of the things that are said to me like, and I'm not a particularly provocative person. I'm just like, you know, kind of sharing information, trying to add value into the ether or whatever. Um, and it, some people will say things to you and you, you've said something that is so off of controversial that they're, they're disagreeing with you or making a straw man argument or telling you what they do. There really is. And, I, you know, I'm someone who sits a lot. I'm very on guard against my own ego because I know I have potential to just be such a monster. Um, so when someone says, if someone replies to a story I've put up or something kind of with something negative or detrimental, I will always try and take a step back and be like, well, where, in, where are the areas where this person actually corrects? Like, let me check my own biases here. But every now and again, you get one and you're like, you just don't like me because you are you hold us on the same level perhaps professionally or in terms of our education or information and you think you should have anything that you perceive i have but for some reason i've got it and you haven't and it's because of xyz reason and to apply that blanket to everybody is not good for your own personal mental health like you say that idea of well if i did what you did i'd be as good as you okay do it then who is stopping you who is stopping you um and it's dangerous like I'll, I'll completely go completely back on myself and say there's so much danger on social media like there are so many people with their opinion gets out into the world it's hoisted up by these platforms and it's dangerous like of course it's dangerous but there's always going to be dangers in life. 
like celebrities gonna, are going to have mad opinions. Um, political figures are going to have mad opinions. It just so happens now that we all share the same platform. I, I think for me, it's it's that, you know, there will be certain things that just rub you the wrong way or, or just trigger you in a certain way. And, and I think it's like, I mean, I podcast because I like talking to people. I like discussions. You don't have to agree with me, but can we at least talk about why we disagree? Uh, and, I, and I guess it's just the kind of one directional way that, that a lot of social media is or that you can't like you could you can put out a really nice argument like a really nice post where you're very eloquent and it's well thought out and you can tell of this but then comment sections you know people can't read tone they can't always express themselves in the right way with these little messages and i and i just think like oh it would just be nice to actually like sit down and talk to someone but at the same time i'm i'm very firm in the idea of i never want people to insist that i believe a certain thing or act in a certain way or do something and so, like i want to be allowed my opinions and to do the things that i that i feel are correct and in order for me to enjoy that freedom i have to extend it to other people so if you want to do this i might tell you look i don't agree i don't really think it's a good thing but i will never stop you doing it you know short of a you know i don't know you want to murder someone and that i believe is you know a, a you might feel it's fine, but pretty much I'm a, across the board. I think people are kind of agreeing on that one to a degree. But um, yeah, I, I just feel like if you want to, if you want to enjoy certain freedoms, you kind of have to let other people have them, as annoying as that might be. Yeah, I mean that, that goes in, beyond the scope of influences, right? Yeah. Mm. I'd, I'd say it's like it's like in integrity, and it's linking like Jason. What you said there is that like you know you want to be given the freedom to you know what look at what you want to look at and maybe instagram will introduce a setting where being like stop showing me things that i don't follow right and you should be able to set that but equally in return that freedom has to be afforded to everyone and like say that and you know unless they're fake accounts like that aren't real like people are choosing to follow whichever accounts they want and they have that freedom i think kind of going back to like you know at what you were saying there around like you know worrying too much about how your content is received and how people respond to it. You can't control that because like I say, it goes back to integrity. You give people that freedom to respond in whichever way they want. And so like, I know it's something I try and do, right. Is I try to make sure that my focus is on like the content is something that I'm pleased with that is reflective of my opinion and that I won't try and post something that I'm not happy with or that I don't agree with because I'm seeking a certain response because the challenge then is like, I don't have any control over that response. So it's more likely to put me in a situation where it's like, oh, this is just for the likes, you know, going back to what you said at the beginning, Sam, I've, I've posted a CrossFit fail, didn't get me loads of followers, um, you know, but it does entertain people. So there we go. It was an epic <laughs> fail, though. That was so good. If you haven't go check out Tom's Instagram because it was, oh, is it on a, is it a story? It's a story, isn't it? Or a reel? It's not, it's a, it's a post or a reel, not a story. Is this right? the one where I bounce off a box with my, yes, it with is, my, my torso? Friend. <laughs> yeah. It's your, yeah. it is. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's, that, that's on, that's on the, uh, on, on the feed now. But I mean, going back to the serious point, there is that element of like, just trying to be like consistent with your messaging and the people that find value in that will, will stick with it. I, I use, uh, like if I break down my Instagram use, the thing I use most on Instagram is the messaging function it is like 90% of the time I'm on that is because I'm talking to somebody that I don't have their phone number or email address. Then I use the, the stories because it's usually again, tagging someone in that I was like, I saw this, I thought you'd like this, but it disappears. 
And then when I release the episode of the podcast, I put it up on there. And that is all I put that will sort of stay. Um, I'm happy with that. It doesn't get me lots of followers. Absolutely not. <laughs> but I'm, I'm quite happy with that. <laughs> this is a nice life. I kind of, I've just, I've been, while you guys have been chatting, I've been thinking like, why do I follow people on Instagram or social media? You know, because Facebook is now very, so Facebook was like the the kind of social media, right? The first one. And, and you just kind of added whoever you met in the street, like generally like, oh, if you got Facebook, of course you have, let's add you. And then I went through and un, unfriended everybody that I didn't, either I didn't have their, basically if I didn't have their phone number, I unfriended them. Um, because I figured if I don't have your phone number, I probably don't speak to you anyway, right? Um, but I was like, why do I follow people on Instagram? Like the, the real reason behind it. And I guess there's two, like I either, I either want to, I'm either, um, I'm either intimidated by that person so I want to see what they're doing. And, and I kind of, I'm intimidated because I want to be like them. I want to look chiseled. I want to have a fast car. I want to have the thing, you know, like I want to have the perfume that they're giving, you know, that kind of thing. Or I like what they do. And I, and I want to support what they do, you know, and it, it's the same. It's, it's in my like purchasing habits as well. Like, I either, you know, I don't like Amazon, but it's convenient and I, and I want it. I do like shopping locally and trying to support our local ecosystem. So, you know, I, I'll buy a local, I'll shop local. Like, and actually I was thinking like, why don't I just follow people that I know and that are local to me? Like when the reason, like the reason that I know AT is because he wandered into my box and we threw down at the same workout. Wait, in fact, I didn't even throw down. I was shouting three, two, one, go and doing all that stuff. And I was intimidated. Like I saw you and I saw Tom coming in the door and I saw um, Ali and I saw Sasha and like all these really kind of good looking fit people. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I feel incredibly inadequate. Like right now, because like, within 10 seconds you all had your tops off and I was like now I feel even more inadequate and I thought these people are out of reach for me like I how do I talk to someone who looks that good or can train that well or do that stuff and then you realize that like, actually these people are just normal people like we met a few other times and I you know you get chatting to someone and you realize they're just like this normal person right and that's what you don't get from social media. You don't get the normal person. You get like this presented persona of who this person is. If I just saw a picture, if someone just saw a picture of me, then I'm not going to get, a, you know, no one's going to be like, yeah. <laughs> wow, man, like he's like the best thing since sliced bread. If they saw a picture of Tom, for example, Tom Kemp, like I'd look, even I fancy that guy, like he's chiseled. Do you know what I mean? Like, so he's obviously, yeah. if you put the two photos next to each other, one of them's going to get some follows. One of them's probably not, you know? And, but actually like, we're both just nice people. Like, and actually if you went down the pub, it wouldn't matter that he was chiseled and not, you know, he probably wouldn't even have a pint. He'd probably have like some carb free beer or something. Like Green street. <laughs> <laughs> now I've witnessed him drink a beer. We went on our CrossFit level one together and he had a beer. Um, you, you do need to specify 
that this is not the same Tom on this call that was speaking. No, no, about. not Tom. <laughs> no, I did, I did think that. Tom, sorry, nah. Tom Kemp. He's a, he's a fun guy. But Tom, let Tom Chalk, Tom Forder as well, Chalk and Fitness. If we put us next to each other, one of us is getting followers and one of us is not. Um, it, it depends on what the pe people are after. Now I understand exactly. why I used my surname at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but I think that that going back to like what I was saying, like I, I'm, I'm gonna from now, like from this conversation, I'm gonna check myself as to who I follow. <clears throat> am I just following this person because I, they're someone to follow, or am I following them because I actually care, like? You know, I've already unfollowed a couple of people while we've been talking um, because oh, I, I've, I've thought to myself, like, you know, you know fortunately, it's no one on the podcast. Like, <laughs> mm. But yeah, I've, I've seen that. And I, I just want to say, uh, Sam, that, that, you know, the what you everything you kind of just said before um, it just shows a huge level of. Um, kind of not authenticity is not the right word but like the the sort of maturity and insight to actually be able to process like and that's the most important first step for me like actually stopping having some introspection and saying why do i follow these people and then the the second you know the second part of that is kind of looking at what yours turned there jason that idea of what we use it for this i think this is where it's kind of like what we were saying on the I'm going to say the last podcast, the difference between CrossFit as a sport and CrossFit as a training methodology. We're tricked into thinking, I need to get my followers. What for? Do you need them? Does your work rely on this? Like, um, you have to separate the two. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we are, I'm doing air quotes, influenced into possibly feeling like we do need to have more, um, you know, have more followers because that's what people do. Like we're measuring out and the most important thing is probably just to take a step back and go, do I need this platform or do what, you know, what value will having more followers bring to my life ultimately uh, versus what it's going to cost me kind of emotionally to, to get them. And do, do we need it? Do we need it? And I think that is what most, a lot of frustration boils up in people because actually maybe inside they feel like oh i want that many followers but if they just got if you could go in and just extract that thought like with a pensive you know like pull it out of their head um they'd probably feel a lot better for it well yeah. on, that, on that note we definitely need to bring this to a close this could be the longest one ever but i feel like it is that was all really useful um i we're definitely all about to go to the shop and buy our Nokia 3310 um, so that we don't have to deal with this this anymore um, straight back to the late 90s um, I was going to do the whole social media shout out now I was, um, yeah, was going to make you, a joke about that yeah. if, if, if you want to go and follow if you, if you want to go follow AT check, check out the andrew.tracy um, and then you can follow myself Tom and Jason if you want but do go and follow at plate.stack.chat on Instagram. Thank you very much for a wonderful evening, gentlemen, and I will see you all soon.